Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Sleepy time. Tyler and Till. Rolling with disadvantage, oh, D&D yes, podcast, that. or we won't be playing D&D. Woo! <laughs> I'm sleepy time, Tyler. I'm sleepy time, Till. If you're new to the show, RWD is our podcast where we argue, debate, and scream sleepily into the void Yawn. about various aspects of D&D 5th edition. Feel free to join the conversation by tweeting us at RWD Podcast. Boy, it's a it's a day. It's been a long couple days. It's been a long couple of days. And it's going to be a longer next couple of days. But tomorrow we personally. play D&D, though. Yes, which, which is always good. Yeah. You know, we'll make it through. We'll, yes. we'll plow through for that. I think I... I'm going to just work from home. Even if they don't say I can, I think I'm going to. They are replacing the windows in my office, in in our office. With? New windows. Oh, okay. Just, check so just ta- checking. So they have to take out the old ones. Uh-huh. That makes sense. You know, it is early February. Probably it's not a little the, nipply. Probably not the best time to not have windows yeah, no, in a little... our spot in the world. <laughs> which happens to be, you know cold this time of year in the midwest it's chilly yes it was warm like yesterday yes like a minute for a hot second and then the rain came and it's supposed to be icy tonight and snowing thursday and friday so we'll be without windows during the ice and snow and stuff calling sick um let's work from home we are uh we are continuing our six-part series on classes today so far great uh great uh feedback people are people are enjoying it yeah really yeah that's good I uh, I think it's pretty amusing. We've made two good multi classes so far. We made mm-hmm. a ranger rogue and a sorcerer paladin. Mm-hmm. I believe that's how you say that. Yep. Um, I did want to say sorcerer. I did want to say before we get started though that we are we are playing D and D tomorrow, right? Go and on. it's supposed to be our last session. That's what we we were told. Our, just because the DMs. Our terminal episode of the first. campaign. He's done an excellent job. I did want to say that. I want to say good job, Doctor. So when you're listening to this. Great job. Great job. You did a great job. Unless you, you know, kill us all in a boring way tomorrow. Then I Still, great job. Great job up until then. A rock falls from the sky and hits us. You know what? We deserved it probably. Pro- well, I don't dispute that. But... Yeah. So I say, well done, sir. Yeah. You're hearing this after the fact. Good first foray into homebrewing. Good first and a half. Oh, no, into homebrewing. Yeah, first yeah. foray. Yeah. I would agree. Um, all right. So let's just get into it. We have a D8 now. Because mm-hmm, we're down. We're down to eight. We got, what do we got? Bard, Barbarian, Cleric, Druid, Fighter, Monk. Warlock I'm and feeling Weizar. we're going to get the Bard Monk mix today. Feeling a Druid coming up. Looks like it's a six, which is a Monk. Oh. Oh, half of my prediction has come true so far. A Monk and Tosh. I'm just going to pull Monk up real quick. Yes, yes, that is the plan. You know what I love about Monks? Mm, the same thing you love about Rogue's Evasion. No, it's an off tank, ah. which I guess is kind of what you were after there. But Monks are off tanks. I always feel bad for monks. Why? Because because they're expected to be in the front lines, but they don't have the AC that a paladin or a good fighter or a cleric will have. So they have to rely purely on their, you know, uh, stances, their the like patient defense and such to really, really survive a, a long hardy battle. Well, they they have a above average AC if your stats are high. Right. Yeah. If, so if you had a sixteen and a sixteen, because uh, right, that's a that's a primary paladin or paladin monk ability right there, level one. Wait, we're jumping ahead. What's a monk? I like the jumping ahead. Part. No, that no, was, no, that was really fun. I I thought we were just, we just thought we had something. No, just for a sentence, just a sentence. What's a monk? Till Keanu Reeves in The Matrix. He knows kung fu. 
and some monks use weapons. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a ninja. It's there a, used to be a ninja actual class, but monks a, are martial arts experts. Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, martial arts Jet Lee. Yeah, or even an MMA or a drunken master. That's Jackie Chan. They don't have to be. Jackie Chan. They don't have to be Asian master. themed. You're right. They could be. Key is not necessarily Asian themed. Totally. Totally. All right. I, whatever. That's all I wanted. The first level, first ability, unarmored defense. Yeah. Your AC is 10 plus your wisdom modifier plus your dex modifier. Yeah, so at first level, probably 15 or 16. Right. I would point by my way into having two plus threes and low everything else. Well, you'd have to pick the right race for that then. Point buying wouldn't get you there by itself. I get 16 in a point buy. You can. Yeah, you can. I can. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Oh. Not a D&D 5th edition without Listen. the right race. Listen here. Listen here, I'm gonna do a D D point by calculator and we're just gonna we're gonna confirm. What the fuck is this thing? Is it, oh you're at fifteen. Yeah. Fuck. Alright, so what we'll talk about that in a second. But the goal would be to have a sixteen. I mean you again, you can you just have to get a plus two dex plus one whiz or the vice versa, and then get a fourteen in one and a fifteen in the other. Yeah, the goal would the goal is to be a sixteen because you're right, I can't use a shield. Yeah. I can't really do anything else. Nope. So it's six it's there's really that's it. Yeah. Right, until I get some protective items. So you're Which not, is fine. Right, you're not a tank, you're an off tank. Yeah. You're the guy who can avoid the problem some is hits. You're still expected to be up front. Well, that's because you have the ability to dodge with some key points. Yes. What are key points? They are essentially the same thing as a sorcerer point or any kind of use uh, use item. Limited use so that you can do it often, but not too much. It's like anybody has limited use abilities. Barbarians have rage. You know, sorcerers have sorcery points. Monks have key points. It's a resource. Yes. It's a pool, yes. which starts at level two. I think it's e- just one per level. So one per level. level. Equal to your level. Yeah. Um, and with Those key- abilities cost one to three, I believe. The is basic, the, high. the basic, basic stuff is flurry of blows, patient defense, step of the wind. Right, it's right it's all there. Choir one. Right, flurry of blows being extra attacking, two unarmed strikes. Yep. Patient defense being key point you can dodge mm-hmm. uh, as a bonus action, which yep. is pretty good. And uh, one key point to disengage your dash is a bonus action. which So you can basically spend a key point to be a rogue yeah. with a longer jump. Yeah. Or a key point to hit two more times. Mm-hmm. Notice, make two unarmored stri- unarmed strikes as a bonus action. Why is that a big deal? You tell me. Because like, we're, we're explaining a monk here. Till. Yeah, but everyone gets... We, we said it's kung fu. Uh, any monk that uses a weapon is weird in my book. Shurikens. Still weird. Nunchucks. Weird. Katana. Weird. Yeah, monks don't usually use weapons. They can, right? It's, they can. Uh, Simple weapons. What are they proficient with? Simple weapons and short swords. Yeah. Um, and you can replace those weapons damage with your martial arts damage die. Yes. Which is it's worse for the first two levels, and then okay, and then better later. It's kind of stupid in my opinion. Yeah. Like, why does a hand axe get more damage just because you know martial arts? Well, you're using it a different way. Yeah, it's stupid. Like you're, you're hitting. Stupid. I don't know. Stupid. I don't know. Stupid. stupid. What's stupid about it? Stupid. Anyway. Um, but there's other abilities that use key points. Yes. Uh, deflect missiles. You can catch a, a missile or a ranged attack and throw it back with a key point. Uh, you can get a stunning strike, which is very popular in the monk world. Uh, and then pretty much all of the abilities that come from your archetype are going to ha- use key points. With uh, with what is my arguably favorite favoritest ability is a way of the open hand. Which is a, a one of the monk traditions? Is that what they're called? Uh, monk, yes. Monastic traditions. What's um, that? Death palm. 
quivering palm. Five finger death punch? Yes, exactly. Uh, the monastic traditions are like your school of fighting, yeah. basically. Yeah, your, your sorcery background, all those things. And the open hand, the open hand is the martial arts one. Yeah, it is your traditional monk. Right. That is when you, you can hit a creature, you can you can do stuff to them, you can knock them down, you can push them away, um, you gain the ability to heal yourself. Uh, what's this? I don't even know what this is. You can get you can sanctuary, get sanctuary on yourself. I didn't know that. And then this culminates in Quivering Palm, which is, if you've seen the movie The Men Who Stare at Goats uh, with George Clooney. Oh, you're, all wrong. you're wrong here. That's not what this one is. That's uh, yeah, yeah. He touches you, nope. and he says, "At any point, I can kill you later." Yeah, but that's it's most definitely not because you use it much sooner than that. It's it days. Is, it is much more Kill Bill Volume Two, the five point palm exploding heart technique. At level seventeen, you can spend three key points to boop yes, somebody. Yes, I understand that it lasts. Right? They have to make a con saving throw mm-hmm. after you trigger it, yeah. and if they fail, they go to zero hit points. Yes. If they succeed, they take 10d10 necrotic damage. Yes. 10d10. Yes. A lot of damage. Average of 55 damage. Yes. 10d10 damage. Painful. Only one creature under effect at a time. And it lasts a number of days equal to your monk level, which yes. is 17 days minimum. Yeah. So what's wrong? Why, my quivering palm from the no, user goes right. use it in combat. <laughs> Never use it in combat. No. What are you talking about? This was the most effective outside of combat. No, it wasn't. Yeah, uh, Dan used it I understand during, that he the did it contest, during the fighting contest. But it was hilarious. But no, it was best used in combat. It saved our lives twice. It obviously, it obviously has a heavy combat practical application. But it's very funny when it, you yes. shake somebody's hand and you say, "I'm quivering, palming that guy," and then later, snap your fingers and that guy dies. Yes, it's it's got such great applications. So if you get to level seventeen, quivering palm. Top four palms, easily. Best. It is up there. It's in high on my list of great palms. Palm tree, also up there. Mm-hmm. Um, what's another kind of palm? Nothing. Nothing's coming to mind, actually. Palm Sunday. Palm Sun. Those are palm fronts. So you're burning for Palm Sunday. Um, and there's actually a very similar ability uh, in another monastic tradition, the Way of the Long Death. Uh, and that's the Touch of the Long Death. I think it's the Way of the Long Death. Yeah, Way of the Long Death. Touch with the long death at level 17, you can channel the energy of death into a creature. As an action, you touch one creature within five feet of you and expend one to ten key points. The target must make a constitution saving throw and takes 2d10 necrotic damage per key point spent on a failed save. That's pretty good. Yeah, so you can just drop a quick you know, 20d10 of necrotic damage. They aren't high, they're a high damage output. Yeah. A monk is a high damage output And thing. It, the thing about this one is, and I think it's the same thing for the open hand one as well, is you don't have to make an attack. You just have to touch them. You just touch them. When you, well, when you hit a creature that I'm Okay, so then this one's even better because you don't even have to hit them. You just have to touch them. Really? Yes. Hmm. The vibrations are harmless unless you're action. So this one, this one does hurt you instantly. There's no stopping it. There was a there was questions that we had, um, mechanically mm-hmm. about. It doesn't really say in here this is limited anyway, as long as you're on the same plane of existence. Yes. But doesn't it feel like there should be practical limitations? Like, you know, that something has to vibrate. So if I hit a fire elemental with this, I don't, why why does that work? Um, I think I think the only limitation to it is if something is resistant or immune to necrotic damage. That, right, right. According to that, that makes rules sense. as written. If something has life, that's what you're channeling is the vibration of its life. Yeah, you're starting imperceptible vibrations, yeah. but certain things don't vibrate. 
Yeah, if it has life, it vibrates. It has energy. It is radiating so in some an, way. So a undead, a construct, a magically suit, animated suit of armor wouldn't work? doesn't have life. If, if they're immune to necrotic damage, it wouldn't. Well, what's immune to necrotic damage? I don't know. Somebody just made this list. Um, I saw it on Twitter or something. D&D damage immunities. Um, somebody made this list. I just saw it. Because there's not a lot. It's not a lot of things. That's my point. Yeah, it's not. There's really not a lot of things that are um, resistant to or immune to things. And if I find this list, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it up at some point. But there's it's, it's really not that many. So... Yeah, that makes sense. If it's immune to necrotic, obviously mm-hmm. it wouldn't work. They, they, well, you wouldn't even know it wouldn't work yes. until you did it. Yeah. Um, but it just seems a little weird the way it, like I feel like there should be more limitations. Like it should say a living creature or something. Mm, I don't know. It's a strange ability. Anyways, it's, let's let's talk about other ones. I think uh, there there's the uh, the two that are kind of. Pseudo spellcasters, the four elements and the sun soul. Let's talk about the sun soul. Four elements, nobody cares. Nobody plays sun, four elements. Yeah, people have played it. Who? It's fine. I mean, it, you know, it's. It, I think the problem is that the spell to key point ratio is it's very bad. high. And that's that's the thing. You you become a spellcaster. Yeah. Which, if you're playing a monk, you're really not the person who's becoming a spellcaster. Like that's not why you did it. It's just the the spells are very limited. The key point use is very high. Ultimately, I feel like it doesn't pay off. And you get other elemental abilities that you can spend key points to do, mm-hmm. but again, they don't feel good. Like I'm, I'm just just picking random ones in the elemental discipline. Good. Eleventh uh, level required. You can spend five key points to cast stonekin targeting yourself. Mm-hmm. I spent half my key points for the day to cast stone skin. Yep. That doesn't feel good. No. That feels like bad. That feels bad. You can spend two to cast burning hands. That feels a little bit better. Really? Cause not it's great. A first level spell. Yeah, it's not great, but it feels better. So at you know second level, you're already burning all your key points for one burning hands. I guess yeah. I guess they only use it once, but it's kind of sucky. Six points to I'd cast ra- cone of cold. I would much rather get four extra attacks than one burning hands. There you go. That's a good way of putting it. But if you, well, if there's the thing, right? If they're all laid out in front of you and you can hit six guys, burning hands. Burning hands is the higher damage output. Right. Exactly. So this is this is a much more fluid. But it doesn't feel as effective overall. Now the Sun Soul gets actually shit on a lot in a lot of communities. But it's a, lot, a, lot it's a monk posts. with lasers. Yes, it is literally a monk with a ranged attack, which yeah. is incredible. It's radiant damage, right? Yeah. Yeah. Radiant damage. It has the same like you get the same number of attacks as your unarmed strike. If you flurry of blows, you get the same two attacks with your ranged. You can get uh you can get like a lightning bolt pseudo attack. You can get a fireball, I believe. Like it's got a yeah, lot you can, of you can do range. damage at it's, range, it, and that's the key. It's spellcasting, it. 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 but you don't have to drop all the key points necessarily. Um, like you get burning hands, same thing as the four elements. It's two key points at level six, so you have at least six. So you're at least you're only burning a third of them, but you can actually instead of doing it via the four elements, you can actually boost the number of key points to get more damage. That's good. So that's cool. And, but notice, all of these kind of have an emphasis on offense. Yes. I mean, there are defensive things, obviously, in cast stones, can blah, blah, blah. But they, they all kind of have an emphasis on offense. Yeah, monks, monks... Monks are fast. They get a bonus to speed naturally. I think that monks, in general, their non-violent option is just them being monks, saying, let's not do this, guys. They're more of like a peacekeeper, and then when things devolve, they qu- end it quick. I just pulled out... I just wanted D&D Beyond and filtered by damage, immunity, necrotic. It's a couple undead. Mummies, banshees. Ghost, shadows, 
Um, saw that alip up in there. Saw that alip up in there. Wraiths. Does yeah. that say brain in a jar? Brain in a brain and iron. Uh, brain in a jar. It does. It says brain in a jar. Rock I, troll. Yeah, it's all mostly shadows and dead things that are immune to chronic you, damage. You, sir, next time I DM, will fight an army of brains in a jar. One jar? Yes. Oh, wow. We'll just break the jar. <gasps> a solar, though. Look at that. Demi-lich. Yeah, so it's mostly undead. Yeah. Army. Orcus. Orcus, of course. <laughs> um... Orcus, of course, of course, of course. Of course, this the whole thing though is that monks they move quickly, they run up there. Like if you if you're about to suffer some justice, dealt out by a monk, they're gonna get you. Hey, what monks suck? What monks suck? Yeah. Um. Fucking way to Kensei. I was just gonna bring up Kensei as like a fun, fun, not as good, but fun. Like getting essentially, you're trading the ability to do other things just to be able to use weapons. 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 Yeah. So. I don't know. I it's, think you get an extra, what, D4 of damage with a Kensei weapon? Uh, I have it right here. Wait, the Drunken Master sucks. So let's put that out hey there. Now, right there. Wrong, <laughs> hey, now. You are wrong, sir. Hey, now. You are wrong, sir. I guarantee you. 100% you're wrong. That you will find plenty of people love the way of the Drunken Master because at 6th level, when you use your Flurry of Blows, you get an automatic disengage for free. Yes. Which is fucking awesome. And then also at higher levels... You can whenever somebody misses you, you can make them punch the person next to them. The um, redirect attack can leap to your feet. So, the wait the Kensei level three mm-hmm. Alja Perry. If you make an unarmed strike as part of the attack action on your turn, and you're holding a Kensei weapon, you gain plus two to your AC until the start of your next turn. Okay, that's pretty big. That turns that sixteen to an eighteen. Mm-hmm. So so the way the Kensei. Is arguably the tankier of the monks. So don't you have to like pick one of these? No, you get uh, you gain the following benefits. You gain all those. You gain the choice of Kensei weapons, the parry ability. You can shoot things and do extra damage, and you gain like for supplies and painter supplies, whatever. Okay. At level three, your AC in theory can go up by two almost every turn. Yes. As long as you're making unarmed strike as part of the attack action and are holding a Kensei weapon. Yes. So, I, so well, at, at this level, you wouldn't be attacking with that weapon. You would just punch. But you can be holding free, the weapon. And you're holding the weapon. But you can make, can't so, you make So you're limiting strikes? your damage to get extra defense. Right. But at level three, that seems fine. If I'm choosing to be the tankier one. Yeah. But my question about that actually was. I can answer it. Just ask it. Um, If you can make unarmed strikes, like if you can. It's bonus action. So when you use the attack action with an unarmed strike or a monk weapon, you can make one armed unarmed strike as a bonus action. Yes. So that's what that's saying is uh, you can make unarmed strike as part of a bonus action. The way the Kensei ability says you have to make the attack as part of the attack yes. action. So yeah. that wouldn't work. Yeah. But, but yeah, basically if, if I'm holding the weapon in the offhand to, to diddle around with, mm-hmm. um, I can use it to parry, which I think is a good ability. So the way the Kensei is a very specific niche one. I mean, they all are, of course. You've played the Drunken Master before. Yes. What would you think? Uh, fun. Um, pretty straightforward. Uh, good role play. Very good role play. Um, the one that I dislike the most, though, is the way the shadow. It's just teleports. Yeah. In darkness. It, you get to cast darkness with key points. You get dark vision with key points. And you can teleport You can teleport darkness. in darkness. I want to uh, point but out. You don't get extra damage. Like, you f- I feel like you should get extra damage. I think the way the shadow is essentially built to multi-class into a rogue or ranger. Yes. 100%. The way the Kensei, though, at level 17... If you miss an attack roll using a monk weapon on your turn, you can re-roll it. You can if use you're a, a rogue, turn. you just get an automatic hit instead. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this is more fun. Is it? You yeah. can still miss then. All right, I think overall, though, we're a bards are cool. I mean, if you're Monks missing attacks cool. at level 17, what the fuck's happening here? Monks are cool. You're rolling ones? What do, I mean, what would you say? What, what's our best best or worst monks? Um, Any kind of elf makes pretty good monks. Agreed. What elf is particular? You get human, that dex, human makes a good dex wisdom boost. Aarakocra uh, uh, as Sun Soul. Yeah. Anybody, monks. again, it's the same thing. Anybody gets that dex? Well, no, because they get flying. They oh, yeah. fly and use the sun rays. Yeah, but you know, D and D Adventures League, no fly speeds, early levels. So, uh, anything with Dex, anything with Dex Wisdom would be best. But yeah. Dex is Dex is the main thing because your attack and your defense. Unless you want to be a strength based monk, that's not a thing. It's not. It's not a thing. But you can do anything in this world. You could be a a boat. Boat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see if we can multiclass something good in a minute here. Das Button. Hit the right button. Hit the right button to start the show. What? So you were just discussing how you roll a d7. Yeah, no, there's no good way to do it. There's really no good way to do it. I mean, you could go into a digital dice roller and type 1d7. But it doesn't, like, you know, say I'm rolling a, a d3. That's easy. I just yeah. roll a d6 divided by two. Um, uh, uh, you know, a d9 is also kind of problematic. Yes. Yes. It's those numbers that don't multiply well that uh, that are the problem. Because I'd have to get, I'd have to get up to like a, I don't know. There's nothing really good. Um, you could do. A D20. For a D9, you could do... No. So uh, D4 and a D6 minus one. But again, it, and this applies universally. By having more than one die, I'm congregating more likely odds in the center. Suck it. So it's not a perfect I odds. I came up with a fucking D9. But so it's, not, it's not perfect. I don't care. So we're just going to roll a D8 again and exclude sixes, re-roll ah! sixes. What's that? I almost had it. It's the Barbarian, I believe. It is the Barbarian. So I almost had, had monk, my Bard monk. A Monk Barbarian. Which literally was, Krom Och was a Barbarian Monk. Well, there you go. We did it. We're done. We made a great multi-class again, somehow, on accident. Good old Fire Crotch. So, wait, what's left? Bard, Cleric, Druid, Fighter, Warlock. Oh, I'm, I'm foreseeing a Warlock Fighter. Uh, Too easy. We're going to make a Druid Warlock. Yeah, that'll be good. To the archfey, yeah, of course, yeah. you'd have to be the archfey. All right, so what's a bar? What's a what's a barbarian? A barbarian is a paladin without armor. That checks out. We're done. Yep. Yeah. Didn't we do? I feel like we did barbarian. Do we not do? Do we not cross it off? We didn't. We did sorcerer, paladin. I know, but it feels like we talked a lot about rage at some point. Rogue. Ranger. Yeah. We did talk about rage at some point. I feel like we talked about rage. I feel like we've done this. No, we talked about multiclassing a rogue. As a barbarian and rage. Okay, we're gonna do this, but I feel like we've done. We this. didn't do this. Okay. So, barbarians are angry men or women. Angry, angry persons. Or non-gendered individuals. Non-binary individuals who just uh, want to hit shit, unless they don't. So, in my in my mind, a barbarian is typically somebody who maybe doesn't seek fights, but doesn't mind if fights happen. Who is? Is there any good examples of barbarians? In, like, pop culture? Sure. Um, yeah, I'm sure there are. Aside from Conan, the... 
barbarian. <laughs> he's, not, he's not like this kind of barbarian. Uh, no, probably the greatest is uh, the Hulk. The Hulk, Hulk, yeah, the Hulk's a barbarian. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Yeah, he rages. Yeah, and when he rages, he can't cast spells. Nope. And you wouldn't like him when he's angry. Yeah. You wouldn't like barbarian when he's angry. But he 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 eventually now he's got he's not really raging anymore in the MCU anyways. No, but he'll be back. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Regular Hulk will be back. Yeah. Or She Hulk or Hulkling or. You know, they should have done Hulk Old Man Logan or... in that Hulk. He becomes that Hulk eventually. Yeah, no, you don't want that one. Where he gets incest, fucked up in incest. Incest yeah. Hulk. Incest irradiated Hulk who gets yeah. torn out from the inside. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yes. Jesus Christ. Anyways. Yeah, I think the core barbarian ability is rage. Rage, unarmored defense, is the and that, and just like monks. Attacks. Which is actually interesting that we got both these. Um, you don't have to wear armor. That's why it's good multi-class. Yeah, but you can still carry a shield. Correct. Barbarians can so carry shields. So they get their bonuses from Dex and Khan, so which is actually super helpful because that gives you more life too. Right. More defense, more life. Better stat. They get the D12 for the hit die. hit die to start. And a shield. And you can carry a shield. So if you take the right, if you take the right races again, your AC's probably 16 plus two for the 18. Yeah. And your hit points are jacked. Yeah. You, you know you're gonna you, have. So you have a three Khan. You're gonna have 14, 15 health at level one. Uh, yeah, easily. Yeah. And then every level after that, an average uh, six plus three, seven, probably. Seven plus. Seven plus three, ten more. Yeah. You have the highest hit points Easy. of any class, usually. Save for like a Hill Dwarf Forge Cleric, because fuck them. Sorry. Personal. Okay. That's Anywho. Weird. I think um, we could spend a long, long time on Rage, so let's just hit the main points. I think the main point about Rage is you get Rage damage. Bonus damage on the unsuccessful hits. Uh, strength checks are pretty much irrelevant, so don't worry about that. Correct. Strength saves are also fairly irrelevant, except if somebody's trying to push you, like a dragon. Yep. Uh, so don't worry about that. The big thing is the damage. Bonus damage, and you can't do certain things when you're raging. Yes. Like what? Cast spells. You can't cast them or concentrate on them. No, yes. Meaning you can't cast a spell first, rage. No. Which would be interesting. But... Interesting enough, you could be like a uh, cleric barbarian uh, who is a berserker, Path of the Berserker, and you could cast something like Spiritual Weapon and still use it. Now, if your Spiritual Weapon gains your Rage damage bonus, that would be something. Yes, that'd be great. Now, here's the other thing I like about Rage. you got to keep going. Yes. It lasts for a minute, but it stops you early. You have to either attack each turn or you take damage in between turns. Those if you, are the two. And... Uh, we were playing around with this in some previous campaign, but you have to technically attack a hostile creature. Or take damage. Or take damage, right. So you, you can't, like, hit your friend. You your can, friend can hit you. Or you can hit yourself as long as you draw blood. Yes, exactly. If you spend time to hit yourself. But if you don't do those things, you end your rage. But you can also willfully end your rage. Yes. And hitting yourself isn't the worst thing because you have resistance to physical damage. Correct. Legending, piercing, slashing. Which, you know, if I punch myself in the face, it's an unarmed strike. Which technically I'm not proficient in, so it's one damage plus so strength. One plus strength, so we'll say four to five. Divided by is going to be two. Two. Worth it to keep yeah. the rage going. If there's if, really no if, one around. That, and if you have, you know, a million 20, help. 40, 60, 280, you know, whatever crazy number you end up getting up to. What's our max health if we take average and my con becomes four? Four? So. 80 plus 80 180? Nope. Plus 180 plus 10. five. It's 10 to start. Plus 12 to start. Yeah, but you're getting 7 every time, so I'm just... Yeah. It's 185. Okay. If my count's 4. Okay. But some crazy people like to roll their health. Mm-hmm. Those people are insane. Worked out for Bing Bong. Bing Bong, Machong. Yeah. yeah. Didn't he yeah, end up like, with, like, average health, though? Like, no, 190? Like 240. 
Oh, no. It's something like that. No fucking way. Dan, you deck your character sheet. Um, but I think the second most important ability for your- I remember because he had like double what I had. I had like 110. For your generic barbarian is the reckless attack. Oh, my God. When should you recklessly attack? All the time. Forever. So, are we- Unless you're- Are you, okay. are you being serious when, no. or are we- The answer is if you're fighting one-on-one all the time. If there's multiple things or things with multi-attack, eh, maybe maybe not. My simple rule on it is if you're RPing, you always recklessly attack when you're raging, period. Sure. You know, that makes sense. Yeah. But if you're not role playing and you're just trying to be the most efficient thing you can be, anytime you are attacking something that's very hard to hit, recklessly attack. Anytime you are something that is hitting you with great ease, recklessly attack. Because it doesn't matter if they have advantage or not. Right, yeah, that's, that makes sense. If something's blasting you, if they're getting like 35 to hit each turn, if it's going to hit matter. you anyway. It's going to hit you. Right, you might just as well get the advantage. go for the hit. Try to kill it first, and if it's taking like twenty-eight plus to hit it, you're gonna need that reckless attack to get the nineteenth and twenties. And my point being, it. if you're surrounded by stuff and you're taking six or seven attacks, and they all have advantage, you really don't want to do that to yourself because yes. suddenly that hit point pool of one hundred and fifty or whatever is gonna dwindle down. You know, even if it's just five at a time, and everybody hits you, it's twenty-five in a cuts. turn. Exactly, yeah. you don't want that to happen. Um, but the rest of the stuff's great. Danger senses advantage against uh, traps and stuff. Um, and then extra attack. Extra attack. Uh, they move fast like monks. They can hit really hard with crits. Blah, 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 blah. We're not super concerned with their with no. their basic core stuff. No. Um, however. Oh, wait a minute. What? I didn't remember this. At level Primal 20. Champion? At level 20, your strength and con increased by four. Yes, to a max of 24. So assume you you managed to get the 18 by stat increases. So your, state, so your con's 22. So that's a plus six. Bing Bong had a 24 con, if I'm not mistaken. That's how he had the high HP, because a plus... So, so say he had the 24. That's a plus 7 times 20 is 140, plus another 145. So, yeah, he could have very easily... Yeah. He rolled his health. So, he had he yep, okay, he had about average health. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's insane, level 20, to have a 24 con. And your AC goes up at that point. Yeah. Assume your dex... And your dex still might be, say, it's 16, whatever. It's 3. But... Three plus 7... As a tw- that's a 20. 20 22 AC 22 with a shield. shield. Even if people are attacking Magic you. Magic shield, 23. Fuck it. Maybe your con's high. Maybe your dex is Cold higher. protection, 24. Ring of protection, 25. Increase that dex, 26. Get up to 28 if you're lucky somehow. Yeah. Suddenly, you can actually attack without any worry. Yeah. And that's that's just unarmored. Yeah. You know? Literally, just think about that. He's just so fast that he's just, like, dodging attacks. And it, even when you do hit him, it doesn't cut his skin. Right. That's why the Hulk's a good comparison, because, like, he's, he's fucking fast as fuck. Yeah. But if you... Nothing hurts him. Yeah. Even if you hit him, it just makes him want to hurt, hurt you more. Right. What can hurt the Hulk? Fenris. Other Hulks. Fenris being the bow? The wolf. Oh. That makes sense. Ragnarok bit him for yeah, blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. old puppy. Teeth can, Honestly, can pierce anything. one of the best MCU moments when... Bruce Banner jumps out of that fucking hovercraft and lands in that bridge not as not, the Hulk. Doesn't change God into the Hulk. damn it, did I laugh. He just skids for just, a second. He just slams into it. Everybody's like, ah, ooh. ooh. But he's alive somehow. He's not dead. Worth I know it. him. He's a friend from work. <sighs> so good. It was so good. I think my favorite part about that is that Thor's been on Earth so long, he grasps the concept of work. Yeah. Well, you know, they might have jobs in. Uh, no. Yeah, but, but he wouldn't say that friend in good work. old fucking uh, Asgard. You wouldn't be like, oh, it's a friend from work. You would say, well, he's, but he's, he works the he fields with me. He lives down in Australia. You know, yeah. you saw that little video. Um, all right, so let's talk a little bit about Primal Paths for a few minutes here. Uh, obviously, the quintessential core barbarian Primal Path that everybody should do the first time they're a barbarian. 
Berserker. Is Berserker. Berserker. Because it's the rage. Yeah. It's the rage path. Rage and then Fury Rage. Frenzy get rage. an extra, yeah, whatever. Get an extra attack. Yes. Be immune to fear and mind control and all kinds of crazy shit. Um, yes. Frenzy Rage, that's what it is. You can bonus action another attack. Yeah. So you can attack, attack with extra attack, bonus action, bonus attack action, again. Extra attack. Now, the downside, obviously, when you rage, the bonus action, so you can't do it the first time you rage. No. Unless you're, like, super good and you, you rage before you even know combat's going to happen, and you walk into the room already raging, you just run and attack, attack, attack. Um, but getting that third attack... Figure you get three. You get an extra attack for eight rounds, because you had to rage, and then frenzy, and then go. Yeah, it's because it's, you're talking about a minute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's quintessential raging. Um, but yeah, you say the mindless rage can't be frightened or charmed. Intimidating presence. Uh, you can scare people. I guess it would be nine rounds, but yeah. And then retaliation. Which is really good, actually. If you get hurt, if you take damage from a creature that's right by you, you can use your reaction to hit them. Yes. So now you're attacking, attacking, attacking. You get hit, attack again. Yes. You've hit something four times. Yes. It's probably going to die. And then some people are really stupid and give you weapons that if you hit like three times, you get to make a fourth attack. And if you hit four times, you get to hit everything Listen, once. Honestly, it's a great fucking weapon. <laughs> I, might ha- I might need to tweak it. But it was a fantastic fucking weapon. It, w- it was a good okay? time to watch. The I think he did like, like seven attacks in one turn. It was not, stupid. Uh, not, but five on his actual turn, and I'm pretty sure he did like around 120 damage. Hey, you got it. You can't tell me that wasn't. I think he thing. like did half of a dragon's health in one. Just turn. to 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 clarify, to that I gave my barbarian. I gave Dan a weapon that if you if you hit twice, if you hit three times on your turn, you got to attack again. If you hit the fourth time, you got to whirlwind. Yes. So so most of the time that was a fifth attack. Sometimes. It was hacking. Hey, everybody Six, seven, else. eight, nine, ten more. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, to get it done, he had to be frenzy raging. Yeah. Right? So it required him frenzy raging. And he usually recklessly attacked because right? he wasn't hitting. But frenzy raging does come at a cost. Yeah. Levels of exhaustion. Yes. Right? So if you don't have anybody to remove those and you're not resting, you you do start slowing down. Mm-hmm. We've talked a lot about exhaustion on the show. Remember I six think levels the of exhaustion? Hit was four. Four. I, I think four. four. And six. we kind of like, we're like, okay, we need to stop. Six kills you. So, yeah. you know. How many, wait. Hold on. What? Rage. Uh, how many times a rage can you take? Or how many? Unlimited 20. Yeah, three, three I think, normally. Um, and then it goes to four. And then five. I think six is your max until you go unlimited. You can rage a similar amount of times to your proficiency bonus. It's not exact. It's close. But starting at level nine, it's almost exactly the same. Um, so you, you, again, you're not going to rage yourself. You're not going to frenzy rage yourself to death in one day. No. But over the course of a couple of days, you could do it. You could if pull you, it off. If you go like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the, the, obviously the, the, the key would be to have somebody who could cure your levels of exhaustion. All right. Sorry. We, 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 we spent a lot of time on that one. What are the other ones? Uh, probably the second best in my opinion is the path of the zealot. Uh, simply because of their third level. This is a, a third level ability whereby they do not need. You, if somebody tries to revive them from death, oh, literal that death, yeah, yeah. they don't need material components to revive them. So No diamonds so, required. Uh, revivify, revivify, raise dead, resurrection, true Boom. resurrection, no diamonds needed. Yeah. That's that, a very powerful ability. That is a very powerful ability, and that's a money ability. Yeah. It's a money Ability. You're saving minimum 300 gold pieces every time you die. Right, so if your barbarian is the tank, and you, you know, like, you know what? Recklessly attack, baby. Swing away, oh, Meryl. I'll bring you back. I got you. Yeah. I got you, boop, boop, revivify. Yeah. 
Done. Did that cost me anything? Nope. Nope. Cost me a third level spell. That's it. It cost me a frenzy rage. I don't get to have it. Yeah. Where's which book is that in? Uh, it doesn't say. Is on that in um? It's not in Xanthar's. Doesn't say on D and D Beyond specifically in the page I'm on. Oh, okay. Because it's not in Xanthar's. But it is quite good. Um, one that I find fascinating is the Path of the Battle Rager. Where's that? Uh, very literally, it is the dwarven version of barbarians. Oh, right. Uh, where they can wear armor, as other barbarians cannot. Wait, other barbarians can. They just can't use that armor. Yeah. Then. So, yeah, so no one does. But these guys specifically do, and they wear spiked armor, and they literally throw themselves into battle and pinball around trying to do damage I to like people. I like that a lot. Yes, it is quite hilarious. Uh, the spiked armor has an AC of 14 plus uh, two decks. Uh, and just cut his cover in spikes, and you can throw yourself around to do crazy damage to people. <laughs> I think it's just hilarious. I really do. Um, the Path of the Totem Warrior, some people love it. I don't know why. I, if somebody can explain to me what they see in this fucking path. You know what? I hear that a lot. I hear people talk about how Totem Warrior Barbarian's like unkillable best, yeah. best I don't barbarian. Get it. I do not get it. And I mean, same. I've tried. Same. I've tried real hard to understand it, and I don't get it. I really don't. Totem Warrior Barbarian. Oh, I don't I remember which book it's in. I'm going to pull it up. Um, totem, Path of the Totem Warrior. Totem Spirit. Because this was an Unearthed Arcana when I first saw it. Yeah. And I haven't gone back to find it in a book. But you gain a totem animal. Yep. Which gives you an ability. Yep. So, like, bear. While raging, you have resistance to all damage except psychic damage. That's fine. Yeah. But, again, but it's limited to the rages, of course. Yeah. But you, if you get level six, you can. Let's see. There's always talk, there's always talk about how it's unkillable. Carrying capacity. You can see a mile away. Travel pace. Skills. Tracking. Nope. Um, disadvantage on attack rolls against other targets. Ooh, flying speed. You do get a flying speed at level fourteen. When you're raging. While while raging, you and can you fly. Can't do, you can't fly the entire time. You only fly in bursts. It's visually fucking hilarious, though. Yes. You're so angry, it's you can more, fly. I see it more of like a long jump, like a really long jump. Yes. So that's the thing. There's, I was all talking about totem, bar, totem barbarians are unkillable. I don't see it. I don't get it. I see they're hard to kill. All barbarians are hard to kill. Yes. But I feel like the totem spirit stuff is just so all over the place. It's so utility. If you want to be a utility barbarian, go for it. But if you're going to be any other kind of barbarian, don't do that. I like the Storm Herald. I like the idea of the Storm Herald. There's, there's damage there. There's fun um, time damage there. They, they have their auras, but it's not a lot of damage. The the Unearthed Arcana actually gave it way more damage, and they toned it down a lot. That's clever. Um, but it's it's fun, and I think it's great for role-playing. To ha- It's kind of like when Thor goes fucking crazy and lightning's just shooting out of his fucking eyes and yes. shit. That's what I envision with the Storm Herald. Because you pick a... Elemental path, yeah, desert, no, yeah, desert sea tundra, terrain almost, right? Yeah. Um, which does like an aura. The it, sea is very lightning based. The tundra is very cold based. The desert is very heat based, right? And things like that happen because of it. Which gives you resistance to that and something else. Um, like so, level six, for example, the sea storm herald gains resistance to lightning damage. Checks out. And you can breathe underwater. Yeah, very good. Also, a swim speed. Mm-hmm. That's like you know, if you got an aquatic campaign going on, guess who wants to be a, a sea total. Sea storm, path of the whatever barbarian. I like it. I dig it. Uh, lastly, the ancestral guardians uh, is the last one. Uh, I, I, it's fine. Uh, you get to reduce damage for your friends. 
So that's cool. I don't care about my friends. Um, yeah, I mean that's you get to force damage if your if your spirit shield you protects cast people. Cast a spell, sort of. Yeah, a level ten. Yeah, what's the big ability? Level fourteen. When you use your spirit shield to reduce damage of attack, the attacker takes the amount of force damage equals the damage your spirit shield prevents. So it's forty six at that point. So they're gonna take forty six damage whenever you prevent forty six damage. So that's if you are raging and other creatures, you use reaction. That's yeah. fine. It's a fair trade. Yeah. Just gain forty six health, deal forty six damage as a reaction. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good ability. Yeah. Yeah. This is not one I've used much, so I haven't. I you know I. It's not one many people use. I th- I think the problem with it, not the problem. I shouldn't say problem. The reason it doesn't get used a lot is because it doesn't feel like a barbarian, in my opinion. That is a that is a, exactly where I was going to go when we got to our end best barbarians thing. Some of them don't feel like barbarians. Yeah, th- like this feels like a paladin almost. This very much does. And uh, I think that's the main or thing. Or a druid, like a beefy druid. That's the main thing about a barbarian. You just want to feel like a barbarian. You want to feel like the guy running in, hitting shit, or just being beefy. Yeah. Your, your con and your decks are your things. Your mm-hmm. strength is your thing. Your intelligence is not very high usually. Intelligence, wisdom, charisma should be low, low, low. You, uh, you know, I think that's. I think feeling like a barbarian is up a little. important, and that leads to the to the final point of the show today. Is what's the best barbarians? Uh, dwarves make excellent barbarians because they get the con strength boost Orcs. as mountain dwarves. Mountain dwarves are actually the only ones that get plus two plus two to anything, which is interesting. And they're both strength and con, which is why they make excellent, excellent uh, barbarians. Uh, any kind of orc, half orc. Uh, is always going to be yeah, good for you. Yeah, orcs gain what? Orcs gets two strength, con by one, and int minus two. Yeah. But they have uh, aggressive. They have aggressive, yeah. Bonus action. And you can fucking run up to somebody. Uh, half orcs get relentless, so even if they go down, they pop back up, That's which is good. That's a huge ability. Same with um, goliaths. They get stones endurance. And the big carrying capacity yep. on those boys. Uh, surprisingly enough, furbolgs can actually make pretty good barbarians because right, they're beefy. strength. What build. makes a shit-ass barbarian? Kabolts. Halflings. I would love to see a halfling barbarian. I mean, lucky, obviously insane. Because you, you can get a stout halfling that gets a dex con boost, so you have higher AC, and then you just work on your strength. Oh, the you rest know of the time. what? I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So you are you're the tankiest yes, of the tanks. Now, now gnomes, gnomes would be bad. Gnomes would be shit. Um, but yeah, kobolds would be the worst. They, but we've discussed the kobold barbarian king for many moons now. Well, that's the thing. Kobolds would be the worst thematically and structurally, but in terms of amusement. Top number one greatest it's, barbarian. It's, you got to be an NPC because you couldn't do that for an entire campaign. Well, no, the yeah, the, your racial ability one doesn't shot, really help. Yeah, one shot or NPC and character. disadvantage in the dark, really not. No, helpful. disadvantage in the light. Disadvantage in the light. Thank you, Adrian, in the dark to do it. That's why you need a second one to also pack power. Tactics. So you guys pack tactics and, then and power attacks. and yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the uh, a lot of the um, volos. I things. like the idea of a blind kobold in the sunlight recklessly attacking. And hitting things. That's what reckless attacking looks like. It's, it's just wonderful. swinging its weapons around. Um, so in terms of our multi-class we made today, in our la- sort of last two seconds here, we made a monk barbarian. Which actually has been done. It works out fine. Uh, the unarmed strikes is great. Probably not wanna... a berserker barbarian. No, I, I was the Storm Herald. Right. I was a pirate in former life as that character. So. Right. You get the bonus speed from both. You get the high AC. You had to pick one of them, obviously. Yeah, yeah you have to pick your AC boost. Uh, I went with the Dexcon. barb, I believe. Yeah, Dexcon's yeah. going to be better because the wisdom doesn't do much yeah. than the other one. 
Um, but you get you can hit with anything, really, at that point. Mm-hmm. And you get the bonus attacks if you're uh, flirting with blows still. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of upside, I yes. think. It's not yes. the greatest multi-class in the world, but it's still no. good. No, uh, and I think a lot of barbarians would actually very much enjoy being able to unarmored, atta- unarmed strike. Right, and and move faster. Yeah. The, you, you know, the, the, the barbarian gets the bonus speed just once. The monk's speed yeah, keeps fucking being going. Being a barbarian that can move 50 feet per move action. Like, that thing's coming at you. That would be terrifying, especially if you're an orc. Yeah. So you run. Run. Relentless run. Run. Uh, run. Key point. Key step point, of the run. wind. Run. Reaction <laughs> <Just suddenly> aggressive. <laughs> I have moved 200 feet. You, you thought are, you were safe. The person just dies from shock. And then I quivering palm you, dude. And you... <laughs> Wave the long death. Oh. Sorry. 20, 20 D10. What's there's an ability to quivering palm? Oh, no, bugbears reach quivering palm. I'm just fucking tap <laughs> you with my long ass arms. I'm coming for you. All right, so that's a monk barbarian. Uh, that thing completes part three. Three? Yes. Three. Part three, we are halfway through our class analysis. We're living um, on a prayer. We're living on a prayer. All we've got left are. Bard, uh, cleric, druid, fighter, warlock, wizard. All spellcasters except that fighter, really. Yep. If they're core. Um. Okay. Fighters, the vanilla ice cream of D and D. That's fair. All right. Uh, I like vanilla ice cream. Make sure to subscribe and rate the show wherever you found it. Bards, the Superman ice cream of D and D. Really, for sh- for reals, people, just rate us on iTunes or wherever you found the show. Follow us on Twitter. At found RG. out we are on Spotify. I yeah, I know. I put us there. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Did uh, I know that? I I say it like every week. Do you? Is it in there? I don't no, see but it. I say it all the time. Oh, I don't see that. Maybe if you listen to the show. I just don't listen to you. I say it. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter at RWD Podcast. Feel free to send us topics you want to hear about at your D&D rants at rwdpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, we will see you next time. Till then. Goodbye.